You're listening to episode seven of the Burnout to Boss podcast. Welcome to the Burnout to Boss podcast, where executive coach and yoga teacher Maria Loida teaches ambitious corporate women how to create massive success in their careers without sacrificing their families, personal lives, health, and most importantly, themselves. If you want to make more money, gain promotions and raises, build respect in the office, demand gravitas with senior clients and peers, and generate the biggest impact possible, all while enjoying the life you want and without overworking, it's time to rise from burnout to boss. The world is waiting for your leadership. Hey everyone, welcome to the podcast. I'm your host, executive coach and yoga teacher, Maria Loida. Thanks for being here. Today we're talking about reaching any goal, even the impossible ones, and why you haven't reached those goals already. Before we dive into this super exciting content and topic that truly has kind of changed my life and the way that I go about doing anything, I want to tell you that I'm giving away a pair of AirPod Pros and a basket of goodies to support your well-being at work in exchange for rating and reviewing the podcast, which is a great way to get this podcast into the hands and ears of other people, other women like you that want to create success without sacrifice, that want to drop burnout and step into boss mode, knowing that the more women that do this, the more balanced the energy, the masculine and feminine energy will be in the corporate workplace. It means more women will be making decisions um, that so many corporations make for so many people. That's my big mission. Anyway, that's why we're doing, <laughs> that's why we're rating and reviewing the podcast so that more people can find it. And if you do, or when you leave a review, make sure to screenshot it and then send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Maria Rose Loida. No periods, no underscores, just th- my three names squished together. Maria Rose Loida. Get the spelling from the podcast. My middle name Rose is just like the flower. Um, and I will enter you to win the AirPod Pros and this delicious basket. There's not going to be food in it. But when I say delicious, I mean you're going to want it. Okay, let's jump in because I (laughs) love this topic of how to reach any goal. So I'm going to give you a little something something to make this podcast episode just a tiny bit more valuable for you before I kind of dive in and identify a goal that you want to think about during this podcast. So you have something kind of concrete to focus this content towards. So you can be kind of be thinking of this goal. And I encourage you bring to mind one of your bigger goals, maybe one that's like feels a little impossible or something you've been working on for a while um, or the thing that you really, really want. I'm going to cut right to the chase and tell you the truth about goals. The only thing keeping you from achieving your goal right now is the feeling or emotion that you don't want to feel. And we're going to break that down. So don't worry. So think about your goal and then think about the worst thing that will happen if you don't reach it. Chances are you won't die. Someone else won't die. The world won't implode. You won't face complete social isolation and you won't be abandoned by everyone you love or insert other like major fear that puts you into like massive survival mode or like fight or flight mode. There might be some stuff in here related to making less money, losing your home, not being able to have or buy something, going into debt, etc. But none of these things are inherently bad or wrong, but you might just feel like disappointment about them. So the worst thing to happen will likely be the feeling of disappointment, sadness, anger, doubt, feeling like a failure, stupid or worthless, like realistically, right? 
most likely you achieving your goal won't like kill some someone else, like something like morally kind of like intense. And to be totally honest, when we're embarking on something new, we can be pretty sure that we won't nail it perfectly. So we can go in expecting that we're going to feel some doubt, disappointment, etc. We might kind of wonder if we're going to look stupid putting ourselves out there. And that's like an uncomfortable thing to feel. However, these are just emotions in our bodies. And if you're paying attention, you'll notice a bodily sensation when you experience emotion, but it's not the same as like really big physical pain experienced by humans, like breaking your leg, a heart attack or childbirth. So just kind of like, it's important to kind of get really real about what's happening when we experience emotion. I'm not saying that it's like a fun time. I will be the first to admit, and I will give some examples as we go of of the ways in which I manipulate things so that I don't have to feel certain emotions. So it's definitely uncomfortable. If we put emotional pain we feel on a scale, it's like, it's actually like less physical pain compared to like some of these other things, like again, breaking your leg, a heart attack or childbirth. And we know that emotional pain lasts longer and is usually kind of um, more intense in the long run than physical pain. It stays with us a lot longer. And we're going to talk about why. We spend a lot of time trying to avoid feeling difficult emotions. The reason why they stay with us longer is because we try to avoid them. And the second thing is that we make our emotions mean that whatever that feeling is, whether it's anxiety, disappointment, the feeling of failure, worthlessness, when we have those emotions, we make it mean that those things are true or that we absolutely cannot continue working towards whatever goal we have or whatever we're trying to achieve because of the emotion. So it's not that the emotion itself is stopping you. It's how you think and feel about the emotion. And I know that's a little bit meta. So um, (laughs) I'm going to give you a story about Beyonce. It's one of my favorite stories about Beyonce, and she's a huge role model and like inspiration to me. So I'm sure I'll tell more stories about her on the podcast. So consider this. She's won 28 Grammys, which is like super badass. And most of us think of her as, you know, an incredible artist and a huge success. And she's like just oozing in confidence and like is maybe not totally human, right? However, she's been nominated for 79. That means that she's lost 51 times. She's been nominated and then lost. Someone else won the Grammy. Like she's lost 51 Grammys, okay? That means that she's had to lose almost two times for every time she's won. Imagine, imagine like thinking about your goal and thinking you have to miss the goal at least twice, like completely. Like you have to fully like like not get the goal when you've done all the work you've been like nominated, like you're, you're almost like going to reach it. And then you don't twice before you can like win or before you can like get the goal. Think about all the goals that you have that you didn't have to do that for just as a reference. But like, remember that time when she lost to Adele in 2017 and that it was for album of the year and the album that was up for her was Lemonade. Maybe, maybe like to her, one of the most important or her most important album that she had ever created and up until that point. If you've seen Lemonade or listened to it, it's an extremely important album for black women and for Beyonce and her like experience of life. There is like almost, it's very easy for us to imagine that after the 2017 Grammys, Beyonce did not feel good. (laughs) 
that she was pissed, probably, and disappointed and angry and sad and felt maybe cheat. Like she probably felt all the things. Like there's no, there's not like a doubt in my mind that she left the Grammys and probably had a few cry sessions. Okay. And then she went on to win four Grammys in 2021, making her the most awarded female singer and most nominated woman in history. So I want you to see that in this process, Beyonce lost. She's actually lost a shit ton. She's lost a, she's lost so many Grammys, 51 to be exact. And in her process decided that that wasn't going to mean that she shouldn't keep going. Even when she lost like big and it was like a really important loss, like in 2017 for Lemonade, she showed up four years later and won four Grammys and probably won several Grammys in between 2021 and 2017. I don't have that data in front of me. And so it's the people who are the people who are most successful also fail the most. And the truth is that they are willing to feel difficult emotions the most and not make them mean anything or make them mean more than this, that I am a human being having a human experience. Because the truth is like, you're going to feel difficult emotion either way. Like when Beyonce lost in 2017, she could have been like, screw it. I'm canceling the rest of my career. She could have called, she could have made that call at any point because she's lost like 51 times. She's been nominated 79 times and only, and not only, but she's won 28 times. That's still the most Grammys that any woman has ever (laughs) won. And she's not even like that old yet. She has so much to be proud of, but like she could have thrown in the towel at any point. Cause like really the, the backlash of that is like, okay, I have to feel like disappointed about that. That's like the worst thing. Like her life is amazing. The worst thing is that she has to like manage this like emotional backlash or this emotional experience. So when you can identify what you're feeling about your emotions and what you're making your emotions mean, then you have the magic key. Your emotions only mean what you make them mean. And I'm not denying at all. Like I want to pause here and just like acknowledge again that experiencing difficult emotions can be uncomfortable. But the truth is like your capacity to feel the discomfort of your emotions is essential to reaching your goals. The more that you fail means the more opportunities you have to win or to reach the goal. It means that you can feel discomfort, not make that mean that something's gone wrong and move forward anyways. Take action anyways in pursuit of the goal rather than in pursuit of the discomfort or the difficult emotion. Because most of the time when we're feeling sad, disappointed, angry, like a failure, etc., we kind of like close in on ourselves, go away, watch Netflix, stop doing, like stop working on the goal. We could probably all agree that that's kind of what happens. So what if you could feel the discomfort, know that even if I fall flat on my face, I'm still closer to the goal than when I was before I fell on my face. One of my coaches really powerfully said, when you're willing to feel any emotion, you can do anything because you're not stopped in your tracks by embarrassment or fear or disappointment. One of my other coaches powerfully said after that, when you know what you feel about your feelings, then you have like overcome it all. When you can understand the way you feel about your feelings, when you feel that your difficult emotions are wrong or bad or not supposed to be there, that's whenever things, that's whenever you move away from the goal. When you decide that having an emotion is just a human experience and that you're going to feel difficult emotions either way, that's when you can like allow the emotion to exist within your body and then slowly take steps forward from there. So once you really understand this, then you can go on to implement a handful of kind of tactics. And I'll share a few here in terms of like 
reaching the goal. So number one, set the goal. Number two, let your brain tell you why you can't do it and write all those things down. Those things are objections. Number three, go objection for objection. Like go down the list of all the objections you have and determine whether the objection is a limiting thought or a skill you need to build. If it's a limiting thought, you can coach yourself through that. Decide if that's the thought that's going to like lead you closer to your goal. And this is getting into step number four, make a list of additional things to be done in service of the goal. So if it's a skill you need to build, figure out how to learn that skill, right? Just clean action in service of the goal. Maybe you need to learn how to do certain kind of taxes at a certain like income level. Or for me, I had to go figure out how to make a podcast. Number five, make a plan and schedule when you'll do each thing. So this last part might seem overly simple, especially when you think of like your big impossible goal. It's like really there's like there's five steps to hitting a goal. Like in terms of the actual action, yes. And if if this feels wrong or like overly simple for you, ask yourself why your brain might want to make a really complex structure to reach a huge goal. And I can tell you for certain that I know what my brain does. And so wanting to make the plan or like the steps really confusing or complex that like tricks my brain into spinning in confusion, which is how I'm able to avoid more difficult emotions like fear, sadness, disappointment, etc., which are in my like confusion is uncomfortable and like annoying, but we can rationalize it a little bit more. We can be like, you know, I just don't know yet. And that is easier and more palatable to experience than the real emotion or the more difficult emotion underneath confusion, which is like sadness, disappointment, feeling embarrassed, feeling like a failure, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Once you're willing to feel the more difficult emotions and let them be okay, then you're on your way to reaching your big goal. Then you can just simplify it. (laughs) Your brain is like really epically powerful and also sneaky as hell like that, where it'll put you into confusion so that you don't have to feel the like deeper, more painful or more difficult emotions. So this step of, or this process of creating awareness for your thoughts and your emotions will give you such a leg up in the reason why you are or aren't taking action towards how you want your life to be lived and experienced. This tool, this realization totally changed my life. And so if your head is exploding a little bit, I just want to remind you that I'm here and I know for certain that you can reach any goal, even the ones that feel wildly impossible. If you have these tools, if you want to learn how to channel discomfort to reach any and all of your goals, go to my website at marialuda.com and sign up for my wait list. This is what I work on with my clients every day. And it's absolutely possible for you as well. Before I go, I want to remind you to rate and review the podcast. When you do, take a screenshot of it and then send me a DM on Instagram with your screenshot. I'm at Maria Rose Loida and I will enter you to win a pair of AirPod Pros and a little basket of goodies to support your well-being at work. Thank you for listening today and I'll see you in episode eight.